Welcome to this week's special New Year's episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding their learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. We are recording this episode on New Year's Day of 2023. And once again, we are going to interrupt our ongoing series that we've been doing on Mr. L. Ron Hubbard's extraordinary development of the Administrative Scale of Importances, or Admin Scale. Uh, We're interrupting that to bring you a special episode appropriate for this day, the 1st of January, 2023. Because the beginning of the new year is a productive time to review one's postulates for the coming year, isn't it? This is a time of new resolutions, decisions about one's life in the future. It is a very important time of year from that respect, but it is also common to hear of the difficulties many have in keeping their quote-unquote resolutions. So with this episode, we're going to see if we can fix that for you. And let's start out by saying this, to master anything, it is important to understand it. You want to control your car better? Understand it better. If you want to control your children better, try understanding them better. The same can be said for anything, and the same can be said for ideas. Because a New Year's resolution, of course, falls under the broad category of being an idea, doesn't it? Uh, A New Year's resolution is defined as, quote, a positive intention or a making up of one's mind to change something about oneself such as breaking a bad habit or starting a new one, customarily made at the turning of the new year, January 1 in the West. A resolution is a settled purpose or fixed determination of the mind, as in a resolution to stop smoking, end quote. So a resolution is something one determines in one's mind, isn't it then? It's an idea. Mr. Oxford defines an idea as, quote, a thought or suggestion as to a possible course of action. The example he gives here, the idea of linking pay to performance has caught on. Now that's from Greek, idea, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, idea, form, which means form or pattern, from the base of idean to see. So if you have an idea, You are creating a form or a pattern. Let's take an example. Let's say you're a dressmaker. You create your dress from a pattern. And that pattern could be made out of paper. But before you made that pattern out of paper, you made it in your mind with thought, didn't you? A form was created there. And you are attempting to approximate that form as closely as you can in the physical universe in paper and then finally in fabric. And so it is with anything. Anything brought into existence, one could say, began with an idea, didn't it? You see a building. Someone or someone's must have first had the idea to put a building there. If it's an ugly building, they had an ugly idea. If it's a beautiful building, they had a beautiful idea. But look around you, and all that you see, touch, taste, and experience has somehow started with an idea, with that form, with that pattern. One could perhaps um, have the idea that mountains, trees, you know, the sky, planets, they weren't anyone's idea, were they? 
or were they? Many would argue this point. But certainly the clothes we wear, the streets we walk, the food we eat, the shelters we occupy, these all stem from someone's mind, from someone's ideas. And when we consider that, we see that ideas are vastly more important than we perhaps ever gave them credit for. One could say that the better one can master ideas, the better one can master the physical universe. So, let's start by understanding them, ideas, better. Now, no one had a greater mastery of the subject than Mr. Hubbard, than L. Ron Hubbard. No one. And there is no way that I could even attempt to delve into this subject with the insight and knowledge and brilliance that Mr. Hubbard uh, did. But I'm going to take some of his definitions and some of this knowledge to put together something that I think will help you formulate positive ideas, good ideas that will bring you into the coming year with a great deal of hope. And um, maybe you don't consider you need any hope, but <laughs> I sure hope that uh, we can start turning things around culturally, civilization-wise. Never mind, uh, you know, my own hopes and aspirations for wise or for you and so on. But um, yeah, it all starts with ideas. Now, there are different kinds of ideas. For example, there's good ideas and there's bad ideas, for example. We, most of us are familiar with those. And Mr. Hubbard has a very special term for a very special and powerful category of idea, and that is called a postulate. That's spelled P-O-S-T-U-L-A-T-E, postulate. And I'm just going to run through a number of his definitions. I'm not necessarily going to give you the source of every single one of them, but uh, these are quotes from Mr. Hubbard. Here's the first definition. He says, a self-created truth would be simply the consideration generated by self. Well, we just borrow the word, which is in seldom use in the English language. We call that postulate. And we mean by postulate, self-created truth. He posts something. He puts something up, and that's what a postulate is, L. Ron Hubbard. So, what's true? Your postulates are true. It's a self-created truth. I am handsome. I am ugly. You know, I am broke. I am happy. I am wealthy. You're putting postulates there, and you will find you will make these things true. It's very, very ill-advised to lie to someone who's asking you for money by saying, I don't have any, when you do. Because if you make that postulate, you will probably make it true. I think one of the most dramatic examples of this is people who keep telling you they have no time. Boy, do they ever run out of time. That's a self-created truth. Now, these are all the negative ones. Why don't we make some more positive ones? You know, I'm awesome. That's a great little postulate. Self-created truth. And so the next definition we have here, he says, that self-determined thought which starts, stops, or changes past, present, or future efforts. 
You want to be cause of the future? You want to predict the future? It starts with your ideas. We're going to boom this year. Look, if you don't make that postulate, if you don't make that decision, if you don't have that idea, you're certainly not going to boom this year. Right? We're going to get in the model of admin know-how this year. It starts with that. Don't think that you don't make the postulate and it just sort of magically happens anyway. It starts with that postulate. You know, we're going to, we're going to sort out our community. You know, we're going, to, we're going to make sure it's a safe, civilized, prosperous community. Yeah, somebody better postulate that or that ain't going to happen. Because the idea is the form. It's the pattern from which the physical universe will ultimately respond. So he says it's that self-determined thought which starts, stops, or changes past, present, or future efforts. It can also change the present. Change it right now. And it can also change the past. I was treated horribly by my old boss. Horribly by my old boss. And I am a wreck ever since. That's my postulate. That's my decision. Well, we could change that. Like, oh, yeah, he was a cranky old bugger. Didn't affect me at all. Change of postulate. So it can change past, present, or future efforts. Then he says the final definition he gives here is actually a prediction. How do you like them apples? Is actually a prediction. Your postulates are your prediction. These postulates you make today, on the 1st of January of 2023, 2024, 2025, who cares? Your postulate doesn't have to be the first of, the, of January. You make your future through what you postulate, what you self-create in the way of truth now. And that's the truth. And that's from Mr. Hubbard's deep research into the subject. This is not theoretical. Some of you may have seen this extraordinary phenomena of an individual, say a young woman or a fellow, Goes in and uh, meets with someone, counselor, if you will, or some other significant person who knows what they're doing. And that person is able to influence their postulates, influence their decisions. And uh, they walk in ugly, walk out handsome. Walk out beautiful. No, no change in uh, makeup. No, nothing. Just a change in postulate. Actually, it's a change in consideration, and we're going to define consideration next. So Mr. Arbor defines consideration as, quote, a consideration is a continuing postulate. So when we make a postulate and we hold on to that postulate, like nobody likes me, no, you're going to go out there and make that true, right? And it's a continuing postulate. It's a consideration. Well, you know, I couldn't do it because nobody likes me. And I, I was not able to uh, persuade anyone to believe in my ideas because nobody likes me and because nobody likes me and because nobody likes me. And I used to run into this with uh, uh, people I was, you know, individuals I was training as wise licensed consultants. You know, they would go out there and uh, strangely enough, I, I never really had any particular problems as a consultant with people expressing any antagonism towards Hubbard management. Mostly what I got was interest and curiosity. Like, yeah, what is that? I've heard about that. And, you know, tell me what that's all about. That was my most common response by far. 
And yet I would train consultants who would go out there and, you know, Hubbard, oh, wow, you know, we heard blah and we heard this and we heard that. And I'm go- they come back to me, I'm apprenticing them and I'm training them and I'm going, what the devil is going on here? Has the world changed that much? And then I would go out and, you know, nothing much changed there till I realized it was their continuing postulate, those that I was training, that people would regard what they were doing as strange or different or hard to accept. That's their continuing postulate or consideration. You walk around with a consideration like that, it is a self-created truth. You will make that true for you. Guaranteed. That's a consideration. And mastering considerations mm, takes a bit of work. It, it definitely, I, I don't have all the answers for you today. Uh, if you want more answers, you can certainly reach out to me and I will, I will direct you to individuals who can help you with that. It is uh, an area of expertise of many of my friends, and we can certainly help that. But start by understanding what a postulate is, what an idea is, and what a consideration is. Now, listen to this. This is the next piece of information that you, you must, 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 must have. And this may be the hardest for you to accept, but if you can accept this, you're in for a great 2023, okay? So this is what Mr. Hubbard has to say about consideration. He says it's, quote, the highest capability of life. Taking rank, in other words, it's senior two, taking rank over the mechanics of space, energy, and time. End of quote. He even goes on to say this in the book, uh, his book, The Creation of Human Ability. He states this, considerations take rank over the mechanics of space, energy, and time. By this is meant that an idea or opinion is fundamentally superior to space, energy, and time or organizations of form. End quote. That's from Mr. Hubbard. So, You go around and go, wow, you know, the physical universe is so daunting. Look at that volcano. It just erupted and it wiped out whole villages. And strangely enough, you go back a few years later and there's these terraced farms all over where that volcano erupted, you know? They're now cultivating rice, you know, in the Philippines or in Japan. You see these phenomenal, like, how incredible is man, is life, that one's ideas can put one totally in charge of the physical universe. Think about that. You know, in my youth, I spent time in the high Arctic of Canada, 400 miles, 300 miles from the North Pole. I met, had the honor and privilege of meeting and working with the Inuit there. You want to talk about Man being cause, ideas being cause. Imagine living in a land of ice and snow and surviving. And not only surviving, but prospering and art and music and love and beauty. And ah, it's another culture. It's another civilization, you know, created through the emergence of ideas and ideas taking rank conquering the mechanics of space, energy, and time. So this is a very, very important idea, an important consideration all of its own. Any of us in our efforts to survive become faced with this decision, which is in itself an idea. And that decision is, are we cause over 
the elements of our environment, the mechanics of space, energy, and time? Or are we the effect? That in itself is an idea. The way to make sure that you do not arrive at cause in your business is to decide that the problem with your business is something that you can't control. The economy. The government. The season. You know, I've been told that, you know, Christmas is a terrible time to do business and certain kinds of businesses. And, you know, the winter isn't very good and Easter is not very good and Valentine's Day. I've come to the conclusion that there is no time of the year that is actually very good for business. You listen to all that. But these are only considerations. These are only ideas. And they are becoming, for that individual, self-created truths. And so with that, I'd like to share with you uh, one more definition before we wrap up this episode. I want to share a couple more with you anyway. And that is a definition of the word victim. So... This is from Mr. Albert. He says, the basic definition of victim must be unwilling and unknowing effect of life, matter, energy, space, and time. Aaron Hubbard. So, all right. So, if this is the definition of victim, if we, first of all, assume that the consideration or is or the idea is fundamentally superior to space, energy, and time or organizations of form. If we go along with that definition, and we've demonstrated that, I've given you some examples of that, how uh, an individual's ideas monitor and predict their future and become these self-created truths, then victim, which is an unwilling and knowing effect of life, matter, energy, space, and time, must therefore be a somewhat unnatural condition, one that is assumed through what? Through an idea, through a consideration. I am a victim. You don't have to be a victim. You can decide that your life was ruined by that woman who dumped you. 30 years later, your life is still ruined. Woman's no longer around you, but you are still ruined. Why? Because you have that continuing postulate. You have that consideration. But who formed that consideration? Did she form that consideration? No, she's nowhere around. We don't even know if she's still alive. We don't know what part of the world she's in. And yet we are ruined by something that happened 30 years ago. Who's ruining it? Whose idea is it? Is it her idea or is it your idea? It's your consideration. If indeed that is happening to you, you don't have to assume that. You're going to assume, well, moving on, that's for sure. Lots of fish in the sea, whatever your consideration might be, whatever your postulate is, whatever your, your idea or decision is, that is going to predict your future and monitor your future. Well, you know, times are hard in the construction industry. Well, times will certainly be hard. That's a crazy decision. That's a crazy consideration. Do you know that most of the great expansion of businesses, in my experience, has occurred during periods of recession and depression? Isn't that interesting? Why? Because there's so much agreement and consideration out there that you cannot succeed, that anybody goes in there with the idea that he can or she can is bound to succeed. So one has to make the decision. Am I going to assume the status of cause or victim? Because the person who is determining that is the person through their ideas. Now, I'm going to bring in another definition for you. 
you may or may not like this definition. Most people don't really like it when I go into this subject. In fact, I've learned to avoid putting this word in the titles of my episodes of Business Wise, because whenever I put this word in there, <laughs> I can be guaranteed to have a, a, a diminishment in listeners. It's hilarious, okay? And, but that is the definition of the word responsibility. And this is Mr. Hubbard's definition. The ability and willingness to assume the status of full source and cause for all efforts and counter-efforts on all dynamics. In other words, dynamic is an aspect of life. You've got your first dynamic, that's you. Second dynamic is family. Third dynamic is group. All these factors of life, you are assuming the status of full source and cause for your group? No way. I'm not cause over my group. My group's cause over me. We all know that. No, that's not true. That's not responsible. How do you expect me to be responsible for mankind, the fourth dynamic? You've got to be kidding me. I am certainly a victim of that, isn't everybody? Wow, that's a great way to send civilization down the river, isn't it? That we all assume there's nothing we can do about it, that we have no contribution to it, that we are not cause, but we are victims? Bad postulate. Bad idea. Bad consideration. Bad boy. Bad girl. Don't make postulates like that. Let's all postulate something different. We are cause. There's a lot we can do about it. We can start with ourselves. We can start with our families. We can start with our businesses. Let's build a better world right now. That'd be a good postulate. That'd be a great resolution for the new year, don't you think? Let's create a better world. It's going to be a better world this year. 2023 is a huge turning point for mankind. I believe it. I know it is. It's going to be. It is. Yeah. So, welcome to your world, your world of ideas and considerations and um, your determination in the coming year of being either a cause point. Of course, these are all gradients, right? You can be gradiently more and more cause. You can be gradiently more and more effect. There's no, and there's no, uh, you know, black, white, there's gradients, you know, obviously, Many of us who consider ourselves to be highly responsible and causative individuals are always working to be more responsible and causative. And those of, uh, and I, I guess I'm familiar with some who are, seem to be quite determined to be more and more of a victim. But survival is in your hands and it's in the hands of your postulates, your ideas, and your sense of responsibility, legitimate responsibility. I'll leave you with this last quote from Mr. Hubbard. This is from his book, Advanced Procedures and Axioms. He says here, the environment starts to control the individual the moment he rationalizes away his inherent full responsibility, end quote. Now, Ron Hubbard. So there you go. That's, that's your slippery slope. I'm not cause over this. Bad idea. I'm not cause over that. Bad idea. I'm a victim of this. Bad idea. Bad postulate. So let's start the new year with some bright, powerful, causative postulates and decisions that we are cause, that we are not victims, that we are the captains of our own ships, that we do control our own destiny, and not only our own, but the destiny of others around us. And let's have an outstanding 2023. I think it's going to be uh, one for the record books. 
and I'm certainly looking forward to it. Hope you are too. Thank you so very much for being a listener to BusinessWise. We are astounded here at Wise East US at the increase in the number of listeners and followers to our humble podcast. I certainly do appreciate that uh, this is helpful to you and that you're listening. Please, of course, write us at info at wiseeastus.org. We love to help. We love to hear from you. We love to hear your wins, but we also like to hear if you're having any problems. Don't use this episode to say, well, I better not write Wise East US. I don't want them to think I'm a victim. Listen, just write us. Let us know how you're doing. Let us help you. We're really good at it. And of course, if you liked your episode, give us a like, leave us your comments. We read them all. We try to answer most of them. We always answer our emails, but we don't always get to the comments, I'm afraid. But we love to hear from you. So do write us. And thank you again. Happy New Year. Make it a great one. Talk to you next week where we will pick up where we left off on our program, uh, our, our series of episodes on the administrative scale of importances, or as we all refer to it, the admin scale. <laughs>